What are you, what are you drinking there? I like that mug, by the way. Thanks. Uh, I'm drinking some Granddad Fizzy Pop. Nice. Yep. Take away the pain. Nice. All right. That's what it takes to put up with us, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this doesn't. This never, never, never makes the final cut, but. Uh, most of our podcasts end with Jason pointing at us saying, this is why I drink. <laughs> it's not not true. <laughs> <laughs>Pacers fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. This is episode 426, company from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. This show, we're going to speculate on the All-Star Reserves. We're going to play an NBA trivia game. Uh, plus, we're going to have a set of the week and answer an undegoogleable. Joining me this week are two of our three analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? A very happy shout-out to uh, my good friends, Colenzo and Lauren, who got engaged um, over the uh, holiday. I just found out, I guess, a couple days ago. Um, proposed during the countdown at New Year's Eve. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. You've only got five seconds to say That's yes. That's right. Yeah, that was kind of his plan. <laughs> he was like, look, you got to do this now. <clears throat> Shout out. Yeah. Very excited for him. Very I like excited. The, I like the stealthy proposal. That's a nice one. <laughs> uh, and from Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, he mixes up the drinks in the Crappy Jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? It is Thirsty Thursday. Drink up. Um, before we get into the show, just want to remind you, you can support us anytime you shop on Amazon. If you just click the link in the show notes or go to theunbeatables.com slash Amazon, and uh, it's a referral link. Any shopping you do after that will kick a small percentage of your sale back to us, and it helps support what we do. All right, guys, so we are past the halfway point of the season. It's uh, moving along pretty quickly, uh, but uh, the All-Star Game's coming up relatively soon here. The the uh, starters have been announced uh, for uh, both conferences, and those are in the Western Conference, Anthony Davis, Luka Doncic, uh, James Harden, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, um, LeBron just lists only his 16th All-Star selection. Only. Only, yeah. 
but these are the stars in the west and in the east. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, uh, Pascal Siakam, Kemba Walker, and Trey Young. And his falls, first all-star game. Um, these are the starters. So these uh, these will be your guys for uh, the beginning of the All-Star Game. But the I guess today, later today, the rest of the All-Star selections will be announced. Uh, but we don't have that information yet. So we want to we want to give our uh, speculation of who, who we think is deserving uh, to sit on the bench of the All-Star Game. <laughs> um, so Colson. Who you got in in the Western Conference? Uh, non-starters. Non-starters. Uh, well, so you know it, it is East and West, but LeBron James uh, gets to pick his team, and sure. uh, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo gets to pick his team. They have to pick the starters first, right? And then they get to pick from the rest of the league. Um, but I do have to pick seven players from uh, the West and seven players from the East. Um, I'm going to start uh, with uh, Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. I think he definitely deserves to be on this team. Um, and uh, if he's not on this team, I will probably have a fit, start a riot. I, I think it's good when he doesn't make it because he just uses that as fuel. Yeah, yeah. But I, he had too many years missing this thing, and he has been absolutely fantastic this year, even though his team is, uh, what, at like seven games below 500. Sorry, yeah. Nico. Yeah, no, he's he has reached for me perennial all star status. I mean, I think it's yep. he's, somebody else would have to outshine him significantly for him not to make a team at this point. And that is not happening this year. No. <clears throat> so he's your guy. Who who else besides Lillard, or does he count for one through seven? <laughs> that's all you need. Uh, that's all you need. Just a bunch of Lillards. Um, I'm. You know my second pick in my guard rotation, and I, I I feel a little bit weird about this, but I'm gonna pick uh, that little bitch, Chris Paul. What? I know, I know. I I am not a Chris Paul fan, but what he has done uh, in Oklahoma City, um, everybody thought this team was gonna be out of the playoffs, and they are solidly uh, in the playoffs right now, and it's largely because of his play, the way he's organizing that team. Um, you know, I, he's a freaking all star. He just is. He's one of the greatest guards to ever play the game, and I'm gonna put him in this one. I even though he's a little bitch, he's getting my second guard vote. Jason, you got guards in the West. Clearly, Lillard. Yep, those are my uh, two. Oh, you agree? Yep. Joey, you disagree? Well, it's not Chris Paul. Okay. Uh, I think that's something we can all agree on. Um, <laughs> That's what Harper and I uh, have agreed on. Um, but I think, yeah. I mean, I think Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker. I think those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lillard for sure. Okay. Um, um, so do you want you? I mean, you can have a, a third guard. You can have four guards because you get yeah. two uh, wild cards. Uh, do, oh, do you, you want to pick yeah. both I, Mitchell? You want to go pick both Mitchell and Booker? Yeah, I think I want okay. both of those guys. They're they're freaking amazing. They are freaking amazing. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is, he's came onto the scene and has been fantastic and has been only be, getting better. And, and Booker the same way. Um, the, one difference is, of course, the Jazz are a good team and the Suns are less good. Not good. Yeah. Um, but, man, Mitchell's got to be there. The, the, the Jazz are fantastic. 
and he is he's amazing. He, he just he can pour it in. Um, uh, so now I've I've not done the math here. You could have a second wild card, but um, that might also be a guard. Are you saying that you don't want uh, Russell Westbrook on your uh, All Star team? I'm good. <laughs> Okay. okay. So yeah. So sorry, I, I misunderstood how we were doing this. So. Oh no 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 no! I was just no. J- Joey just wanted to pick as many guards as you can. You're you're fine. Okay. Yeah. You've done your I two have guards. Other guards. Yeah. No. Okay. That's. We'll go back. We'll okay. go back. To, okay. I was just trying to go along with Joey's picks because he just picked two guards to go into one spot. I see. So. Okay. Gotcha. Um. It sounds like Westbrook's not making the cut for him though. Uh. So uh. Let's see. Uh. Western front court. What, uh. Western front. Uh. So we, get, court. we get three front court players. Yeah. So the starters, uh, James Davis and Leonard. Uh, You're going Jokic, right? Jokic for sure. Yeah. He's he's at least one of the guys. Yeah. Uh, you you got Jokic too, Colson. I yeah, do as well. For sure. Yeah, he's a lock. Yeah. Okay. He's a lock. What else you got? I got um, Gobert. Gobert lock Ooh. for you. No, uh, no. Gobert got my Utah spot. Um, okay. Oh, over instead Mitchell. of Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, and then uh, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, he's on mine. Okay. Yeah, uh, I have Carl Anthony Towns as my Boo. third big. Yeah, I know, but he's guy is he good? He's super good, but he missed a bunch of games. Yeah. And Minnesota uh-huh. sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of rewarding him for Minnesota being crappy. Like, fair screw enough. that dude. Fair enough. So, and then, and then my last, uh, so I had Booker as well. Okay. Uh, guard wise. And then, um, I'm throwing my, my last spot to, uh, John Morant. Cause Ooh, it's fun. It's an all-star it game. It is fun. I like that. I know it's rare for rookies to make all-star games, but. He's been yeah, no, he's not going to make it, but uh, I like that you're picking him. Dude, um, Memphis is like battling for a playoff spot. Playoff spot, I agree. I agree. And it's not just you know this isn't this isn't like crazy. Like he's uh, ninth in the fan ranking, uh, seventh in the player ranking. Like he's he's right in there. He's legit. Um, I've got uh, I've got Westbrook and Mitchell. Westbrook. Mitchell, <laughs> you picked Mitchell. I know, but it's it's, it's silly. When you I do just it. don't like what's Devin the, Booker. What's the and case Paul, for and, Westbrook? Look, look. What's uh, the case for what? Yeah, you just you don't guessing? like Devin Booker. You don't like a dude that gives you thirty a night, uh, is I, smooth I, as hell, and is an upstanding citizen. I really don't like him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you give a single reason as to why? Controversial position. <laughs> but you love Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I think love is an overstatement. I was really struggling with who I wanted to put in the last spot because I can't put Paul George there. Obviously. Everybody knows on this pod that he's banned. Right. Um, and so, I, you know what? What I'm not taking Booker, but I'll take Westbrook off. And uh, I'll, uh, I like the jaw pick. Let's go with that. That makes me feel better because I wasn't happy about the Westbrook pick. Okay. So, fair enough. But you're leaving Chris Paul in. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny him. Chris Paul is really good. Yeah. Wow. So no Westbrook for our team. Uh, there'll be a. Uh, let's see. It looks like a Booker John Morant controversy. Yeah, we're gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eastern 
conference. All right. So, who's your front court, Joey? Uh, or your front court reserves? My front court reserves. So let's see. The starters are Giannis, Embiid, Embiid, and, and Siakam. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So in the front court, I mean, I think well, let's get this out of the way. Uh, 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 young upstart Demontis Sabonis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's not in it, uh, you're off the pot. He's a double double machine, and uh, and he's also got an upgrade recently. He's starting churning out some triple doubles. <laughs> right, right. That's right. Uh, he has the most rebounds in the first half of a season in Pacers NBA history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we run most of our offense through him. And we also have 30 wins already. And it's his first which is year. the first time since like 2014. And it's us. like the first year he started yeah. in the league. So he's clearly making it. And he was a throw-in uh, from Oklahoma from City. From Oklahoma trade. City. Uh, who else you got? Uh, all right. That's where... Does it get hard for you at that point? It, it does. Um, how, how do you feel about Jimmy Butler? Uh, People low. are fired up that he didn't make the uh, starting... Team. Well, I don't know. It's pretty clear how that happens. Like the fans and the players, the fans and the media, right? Yeah, and and, and the, the players. and the players, they all vote, and then I don't know. It's democracy. That's just what happens. Sure. Uh, the players it's don't a, like him that much. It's a weighted democracy. I think. He was the sixth in player. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's because of who he. Is. That's how he <laughs> operates. Right? He's he's abrasive. He is. You that. think you think uh, T.J. Warren was just like, oh yeah, let me. T.J. <laughs> Warren probably didn't put him in his top no. four. Yeah, fair enough. Um, he's super good. He's 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 helping his team overperform this season. Um, well, so if if your argument is that there's no doubt that he's an all star, he's in a, yeah. And I, I, you know, for me, so I've got Sabonis and Butler. Um, I really like what Bama Dubai is doing. Um, I also have him written down, and so I'd like him to be my. My third front court player. Uh, I think. Uh, Bam. Have we? Have we? Do we have a Celtic anywhere? Yeah. Yeah, we got uh, Kimba Walker in the starters. Oh sure, sure, sure. He's pretty good. Yeah. Do you want to? You want to add Jason Tatum? In? I think so. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's super good, and the Celtics are pretty solid. What about Jalen Brown? You want to put him in there? He's having a really nice season too. No. Okay. No. All right. I think it's one or the other, and for me, Tatum uh, has taken his game to another level this year. Brown has too, but I think the the leap is slightly greater for Tatum. Like he t- takes over games during stretches, and well, I think the argument is that he's has more responsibility as well. I mean, he's got to initiate offense in a way that right. Brown doesn't. Yep, you know. So we all agree on those four then. Yeah, it sounds like it. Okay, all right. So that means we got. Uh, so so we so we have two guards and then one extra spot left. So no Drummond, no Middleton, no Fall. I mean, if if you want to put Taco Fall in there, you can. I don't. Um, no, I, I think if you could, you want to put another front court player in there, you can. But we got to. It'll be an extra spot. An extra I don't. Spot. I'm good. So I'm... one of the controversies with that uh, Trey Young is the starter, um, in the All Star game. Um, 
largely because his team is terrible and he plays no defense. Uh, but he scored a bunch of points and you know he beat us. Once, it's twice, more than a bunch. Once. I think that's what that's what gets him there. Is I mean, he dumped thirty forty on you tonight. And nothing twice. Yeah. He forgot about you already after he dumped forty on you. Yeah. 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 Eh, it's okay. Me too. Um, so my my uh, my backup guards are uh, Lowry and Ben Simmons. Mm. Lowry. Interesting. I had Simmons for sure. He's a lock. And then I had Brogdon written down. Okay. Mm. Uh, because of what he's done for the Pacers. And then the last spot. Yeah. I sort of went back and forth between Beal and Lowry and settled on mm-hmm. Beal. Okay. Um, they both have missed a fair amount of time. Um, Beal a little bit less so. Obviously, the Wizards are horrible, but yeah, it's not entirely Beal's fault. Um, and he's still doing pretty incredible things. Uh, Lowry, you got to respect toronto and what they're doing this year and he's a big part of that so yeah i'm not mad at the choice at all well i uh you know you mentioned brogdon he's my uh, final spot so okay yeah i think we're so we're basically just arguing lowry versus beal but i think that's fine right joey do you have thoughts i mean i'm 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 right there with you guys do you um, want brogdon on the team of course okay <laughs> so we're all okay with that. mostly because i want a uh uh butler uh no, uh, I want Brogdon to take uh, to take some of the frustration out on on Butler during the All Star game. Mm. Mm. Okay, sure. Like for TJ Warren. Yeah, yeah sure. I think Sabonis will, you know, have a, a nice. I mean, if they're on the same team, maybe not. But if he's, he can do a strong pick on him a couple yeah. times in the All Star game because they play a ton of defense. You know, <laughs> they do, they do that a lot. They yeah. they yeah. hurt each other a lot in the All Star game. Yeah, yeah. It's a real physical game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so we were pretty close. Um, so basically, our only issues are uh, Lowry versus Beal um, in the East, and what was in the West? What was our controversy? Westbrook and Mitchell, or yeah, whatever. And uh, no, is Mitch is Mitchell versus I mean, Booker, yeah. right? Or something? Westbrook no, is good. It's yeah. begrudgingly good. Uh, I don't really have a beef. I mean, I think, yeah, yeah Morant, in most likelihood, Morant will not make it. And right. But Morant no, I think, yeah, I came over to your on side on the John Morant thing. I think that's just fun. He's been electric this year. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a lot of Memphis games op- uh, start to finish, uh, but he is definitely all over the highlights for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Dwight Howard will be participating in the uh, – Slim dunk contest. Mm. Really? He's yeah. back, baby. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Should be interesting. Yeah. Should be. Um Alright. Well later today you will hear uh what the NBA thinks. Uh, and you know, it wasn't about whether we're right or wrong, it's because we're always right, right? It's mm. about whether the NBA has figured out what the difference between right and wrong. <laughs> Sure. All right. Should we do this right now? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Joey's got a game. We got a game. 
my brother, uh, my brother found a big old box of uh, late '90s basketball cards. Yeah, um, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff, and I appreciate that. Pretty uh, cool, pretty weird. Um, but I was like checking out these these uh, beauties, and here's the game. I want to read off the description of the player without using their name, of course. Um, and I want to see if you guys can figure out who it is. Okay. Um, so like the so like the cards have a little bio on them. Yeah, a little little bio Mm -hmm. on the back. What uh what um uh brand of cards are we looking at here like are these some pretty dope like fleer uh yeah there's some or something there's some there's some fleer some skybox ah skybox uh, nice yeah a lot of fleer is what i'm seeing uh, a lot of shiny stuff mm. for sure shiny uh, ones yeah all right don't look over here okay um shiny so i'm just gonna, happy I'm gonna people. stare out the window away from the mic okay it'll be fine um, so, uh, how would you like us to go about this? Jason and I would help each other to try to, to get the right answer, or you want us to? Yeah, I think you guys. I think you guys should work as a team. Okay. Okay. It's going to be a, a, a cooperative game here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm in. All right. I like teamwork. Yeah. Makes the dream work. All right. And I give you. I, I may give you some more clues as if we need. But uh, all right, this one, the first one. This is a. This is a chippy. Um, from the Fleer 97-98 season. He is just as much an entertainer as he is a basketball player, and he knows it. Don't get me wrong, he's a great player, but the thing that I like about him is how he does everything big. Big dunks, big blocks, big shots. He's going to be pivotal on a young Lakers team, and he's only getting better. Mm, it's got to be Shaq, right? He's, he's hilarious. He's oh, an yeah. entertainer. Yeah. Nice work. You got a Shaq card, huh? Yeah. It's weird. It's a small one, too. That means it's worth more? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> you won That's for... what I tell my lady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> one for one. Nailed it. Nailed it. The uh, uh, title of this one is not his name, but it says Global Strokes. He was a world beater at the 1994 World Championship of Basketball in Toronto, Canada. After averaging 9.4 points per game and 6.8 rebounds per game, second on the U.S. squad, and just 15.9 minutes per game, the imposing power forward was named to the all-tournament team. So he was number two with 10 points and 7 rebounds. Yeah. The all-tournament team. Number two on the team. Probably some balanced scoring there. Yeah. Um, 94. So the Dream Team was 92. And 96 was Dream Team 2. You're certainly in the right era. Okay. So uh, did Charles Barkley come back for the for the uh, World Cup? Or the World Championships? Uh, well, I can tell you this card was printed in 1998. And at the time... <laughs> He was on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm. Uh, Elgoskis? No. Nope. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Mark Price. 90, nope. 98. Uh, 
I wouldn't uh, traditionally associate him with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So it's the end of his career. Yeah. Ending there. Okay. Um, in fact, I'd forgot he played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. But he was a big star in 94. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, you got any other hints? Can we get, like, uh, another team that he played for? Uh, yeah. Uh, it was the predecessor of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, uh, was it uh, Sean Kemp? Sean Kemp it is. Nice. Okay. Boy, he played. He finished his career on the Cavs. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah I no, remember no, that now. No. Yeah. Ugh. All right. I, I was drunk most of '98 <laughs> or '89. '89, I guess. '89. <laughs> Shout out to your parents for being cool parents. <laughs> they were so cool. Uh, all right. <laughs> You're one and one right now. Okay. Got another one for you. Uh, this is 97 98. Uh, he was a member of Kentucky's 96 NCAA championship team, which was reunited with his former coach, Rick Pitino, mm. when Boston selected him number six overall. Antoine Walker. In last June's draft. Uh, oh, it was P- Paul Pierce. As a Wildcat, the 6'7 shooter scored more than 1,000 points in two seasons and led the SEC in scoring last season. You're telling me it's not Paul Pierce? I am telling you it's not Paul, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce played for Kansas. Um, oh, I need to start with a K. Uh, Ron Mercer. Ooh, no. nice. And the answer is? Yeah. Ron Mercer. Was, oh. What are you doing? That was doing? quite the pull, buddy. That was, that was well done. Thank you. Well done. All right. Two. Walker was a good guess, too. That was. Thank you. I like this one. I like this one. All right. Okay. The consummate playmaker at Kansas. There's your K. Mm. Uh, he graduated last season after setting. This is 97 98 again. Uh, after setting the Jayhawks' all time career record for assists with 804. A second-team All-American, the 6-1 guard was selected by Utah with the 27th overall pick in last June's NBA draft. The Jazz are hoping he's the second coming of John Stockton. Spoiler, spoiler alert, he was not. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I, I know this. It's played at Kansas, drafted by the Jazz, not John Stockton Jr. Well, there was that huge argument about who, whether he or Chris Paul was better. Wasn't that that guy? No, it's Darren Williams. He went. He, he went to uh, Illinois, though. Similar Darren Midwest Williams. school. See, I, I'm bad at colleges. This yeah, is it's yeah. gonna be tough for me. Yeah. Um, okay. Who, Six who did they... guard graduated '97, and was drafted by Utah and played there probably for a little bit. I can give you another hint. Okay. Okay. He also uh, coached in the NBA. Mm. Ooh. Oh, um, Ty Lu. Nope. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. He's, he's shorter than 6'1", I think. Avery Johnson? No. No. I believe he coached in Orlando. I'm stumped. Can we get another hint? Uh, that's about all I know about him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Did he play for anybody else besides Utah? 
don't. Actually, where did he go later in his career? Doesn't have career stat. What kind of basketball cards are these? No, because it's his first year. This is rookie. Oh yeah, he's, good call. Uh, good call. Good call. Yeah. They're hoping he's the who? Who did they bring in to be Stockton's replacement? I know that uh, Nick Fesco is yelling at the podcast right now. <laughs> he did play for. He played for. 12 years, I guess. I didn't okay, where did he go after Utah? Atlanta. Orlando. Back to Atlanta. New Jersey. Then San Antonio when he retired in 2009. Wow, he just retired. Well, I guess that was 10 years ago. Mm, I have no idea. I think he stumped us. You got us. Mookie right. Blaylock. Jacques Vaughn. Oh, Jacques Vaughn. Oh, the well-coached the well-coached Orlando Magic. That's Orlando all you had to Magic. say is the well-coached oh. Orlando Magic. <laughs> Yuck. I do remember he played for Utah. That's great. He was the best. We should have had that one, JJ. We should have had that one. Ugh. We're two and two. Okay. Okay. Not looking over here, are you? Nope. All right. This is for the win. Okay. Okay. Or the loss. It's for the win. <laughs> it's the magic radio. We'll just do it until we get it. Yeah. <laughs> We can keep going if you want. That's right. Just always get the win somehow. This is uh, from 1998. If he rises healthy for the better part of the 97-98 season, outlook for the Heat opponents will certainly be gloomy. The four-time NBA All-Star was an especially in an especially defensive mood last season, finishing fourth in the league with 2.86. Alonzo re- Morning. Yep. There you go. Got it. 2.86 turnovers Re- per game. Reje- no. Rejections per contest. Where morning is most effective and aggressive is down low in the paint wars. A pure intimidator and skilled at positioning, he often wins the battle for a rebound shot, or rebound before the shot is taken. Morning set a personal and team record with 22 rebounds against Charlotte last January 16th. Mm. Well done. Well done. You ended over 500. Congratulations. Hey. You know, if we can put together uh, a three and two week every week, then we're going to go to the playoffs. It's true. I was a little bit bummed. <laughs> and we should have had Jack Bond. Trivia I mean, you know, playoffs. <laughs> we were, we were, it, was, it was like a buzzer beater losing to Jack Bond. Yeah. No, I, we kind of got blown out in that game, I would say. <laughs> but it's a team we should have beat. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Second night of a back-to-back. We came, we, came, we came out sluggish. Some tired legs. You got the Portland we, flu? We had the old Jacques Vaughn flu. <laughs> the old Portland. I should have just said it's well Coast Orlando Magic. That's right. Mm-hmm. We would have had it right away. I blame Joey. Mm. That's right. That's all me and my bad guys. <laughs> uh, well... We got a whole box of these, so we can yeah, uh, yeah. we can return. Yeah, we sure. can revisit that. Yeah, we got uh, I got a whole bunch of Jawan Howards in here with no story on the back. So, so if we don't know, just guess Jawan Howard. No, I'm just skipping over him. <laughs> Jawan Howard. No, got got no. it. Four and two. Nice. <laughs> well done. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back at you after the half with a stat of the week and an undergoogleable. Thank you. 
So wait, 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 wait. Next up, what are you talking about? People that are listening to this today uh-huh. have just seen this Pacers team with Victor Oladipo, uh, Victor Oladipo back, uh-huh. and uh, you were there in person. How'd it go? It was amazing. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I am so amazing. excited. Like this, this, this entire team is going to uh, change with his energy. Of course, my uh, energy. We were, well, yeah, with Oladipo's energy. Of course, we record this before uh, at the beginning of the week, so we don't know how it's happening. But just want, um, just want fans to know that we're as excited as they are. Yeah. Um, and we we also just went through that amazing game where he did the things. Mm-hmm. And we saw those the are things. wonderful, amazing things. The things, yeah. <laughs> Shout out all the deep out. Shout out, Joey. Stat of the week. All right, so stat of the week this week. Um, this this was uh, uh, taken a little while while back. Um, so Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, mm-hmm. We're assuming he's snubbed for the All-Star game. Yeah, I mean, he's got a, a long shot chance, but yeah, yeah probably snubbed. Pretty good. Uh, so this is interesting. So he's he's uh, been advocating for, uh, he's trying to get, his, essentially he's trying to get, you know, these these are, the, the NBA's got a good union, so they're, they're, uh, their contracts are guaranteed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, barring a couple of weird scenarios, right? Like, yeah, almost always. Almost always, yeah. they're, they're just guaranteed. Um so what he's trying to do is, you know how it is, you get a guaranteed contract for a lot of money, uh, and you got to wait, you know, the four years or whatever, which is ridiculous, you know? They want you to play the, the basketball for the whole time. What he says is, well, why don't you just give me that money now? Oh, up front. Up front. So you sign the four-year deal, and they just say, here's all the money. Yeah, but the the, the Nets aren't going to do that. No, that's, that's, that's tough for business. So what he's trying to do is essentially sell. Uh, it's like a, uh, a block. It's a blockchain-based investment platform uh, where essentially people invest in. Uh, well, they invest in his contract basically, so he gets that money right away. Mm. Um, he's sort of splitting his uh, uh, contract up into ninety slices. Um, they're called SD8 coins. Spencer Dinwiddie is number oh, eight. Oh, sure, makes sense. Um, and uh, so they'll basically pay his salary. He'll get the money, and then he pays them back uh, an interest uh, on that. With interest? With interest, yeah. He, it's their investment, so they're going to get some money back. That, uh, but turns out the NBA not real happy about that, and they. Uh, trying to stop that from happening really yeah why do they care um they have uh for the lawyers to discuss i guess <laughs> um so i don't get how does spencer dinwiddie make money in this proposition the uh, idea is that he wants you to buy his dinwiddie dollars or whatever and right. then He's going to take that money and invest it and hopefully outperform the market and then just give you your interest back. So he's basically just a head fund manager. Yeah, but he does have, uh, you know, the, the millions of dollars uh, guaranteed where those guys don't. Um, 
I guess the sure. The, well, it's a very it's a very safe investment for the people that buy his coin, right. but they're not. Yeah. So right. he, he's got some uh, uh, shoes that he's he's selling. Um, but I guess the issue with the league was there is a clause that says that the where is it the uh, it's prohibited by the CBA, which provides that no player shall assign or otherwise transfer to any third party his right to receive compensation from mm. the team under his uniform player contract. Um, I see. So he can't guarantee his money to somebody else. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that didn't go very well for him then. Sounds yeah. like the NBA is saying you're breaking the law, but no, they're, if they're, you're not making make Their money. agreement, but... Uh, be a nice uh, windfall if he gets set to go. I mean, I, I can't afford one of his coins. How much is that? Like uh, a quarter of a million dollars? Uh, it would be $34 million divided by 90. 90? Yeah. Let me, uh, let me do some math here. Oh, you can't afford it. Sorry. <laughs> That's pretty quick math. Yeah, it's gonna, I've got a good you get, Yeah, it's like you're a human calculator. Yeah. Oh, are we doing under Googleables? That was the plan. Super excited. Um, you told us we had to, so. said we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. Um, so somebody used this phrase with me uh, over the uh, over the winter, and I, I mean, I guess it's still winter, over the holidays. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, I've heard that phrase before, but that's not, that can't be a real phrase. I don't know why this is a thing, and it can't mean anything, and it can't have a real history. And then I thought, I should probably ask my friends, and maybe this is a thing. Are you familiar with the phrase, dollars to donuts? Uh, I've heard that phrase, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm at, too. I've heard the phrase, dollars to donuts. She said, I'll bet you dollars to donuts that this thing will happen, or whatever. That's and I the, was like, "That's how I always hear it: is dollars. I'll bet you dollars to donuts. yeah. I'll bet you dollars to donuts. So, what the heck is that about? Why is that a phrase? What does it mean? Why are dollars could be compared to donuts? History, backstory, go. <laughs> First thing that comes to my head is like, it, if we're gonna bet, uh." I'm very confident, so I will put up dollars, and you can put up something inexpensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, well, that's really easy. I'm glad we solved that. Say, say donuts. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. I don't know why. So, like, we're we're like we're around the break room, and be like, I'll, I'll bet this dollars to your stupid donuts. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I think this then the invention of this phrase would go back to the invention of the donut. When was Sometime that? thereafter. When did we start making donuts? When did the gamblers find the donuts? Good question. When did we start calling... Donuts? Uh, uh, that feels like a early 20th century thing. I mean, don't they have like strudel type things, pastry type things for back for a long time? Yeah, but, you know, when did we start frying things? That's the... Ooh, good, good, that's good. That's what you good. need for a donut, so... Okay. Uh... All right. I'm thinking that's around the fast food 
era, maybe a little bit before. A little earlier, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like people had donuts in the morning, probably in the forties, maybe. Hmm. Sure. Wait, you know, so when no, it, when, they when definitely it, had them in uh, by World 20s? War Two for sure. Okay. Um. When did uh, when did McDonald's start in the thirties? Sure. 30s or 40s. So. Okay, because they had fryers by then. They're making French fries. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's say donuts came out in the 20s. Let's just say donuts are a 20s thing. Sure. Um, when did we start calling uh, money dollars? Back back in the beginning of dollars? I feel like I just learned why where the term dollar came from. It's always been dollars. I, right? I know that bucks, the term bucks came from uh, exchanging uh, animal pelts. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, that like makes total skin. sense to me. Yeah. yeah. What, did, what was dollar? Uh, damn it. I can't remember. Anyway. <clears throat> um, okay. So this phrase comes around probably 1920s. 1930s. Well, that's when the donuts came and, and the dollars came about. No, the dollars, dollars have been there for much earlier longer. than that, right? Yeah. So, so really about the donuts, and then um, and people have been gambling as long as there's they've been had currency, anything. That's and right. They've had something of value, right? Um, okay, so we'll, we'll say it comes out, uh, but I, I like the idea that it comes around when 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 donuts were out in the in the uh, at work. Mm-hmm. That's maybe when it would come up a, a, a coffee hour. Do you gamble a lot of? So the, maybe like the in the fifties, you know. When they have donuts at, at work. Were they cheap enough? Finally. Right. Right. All those expensive donuts back in the twenties. Yeah. Hmm. Because you, your donuts need to be yeah not worth much at that point. Right. Oh yeah, I mean a donut's going for like a, a nickel or less, right? Sure, yeah. and so if I'm giving you a dollar for a nickel donut. That's right. Okay. And it's just that I'm very certain that I'm right. I'll bet you dollars to donuts. I like it. All right. Got it figured out. I don't even need to Google that one. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> so what I'm reading, dollars to donuts is one of several dollars to blank phrases like dollars to buttons. Mm. <laughs> and dollars to cobwebs, which mm. date from 1884 and 1904, respectively. Mm. Uh, dollars to donuts is a pseudo betting term. Blah blah blah. Uh, this, of course, is an American phrase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The phrase uh, appears to have originated in the mid 19th century. Oh boy! The earliest citation I can find. Uh, this is phrases.org.uk. Uh, the Daily Nevada State Journal, uh, from February 1876. Whenever you hear any resident of a community attempting to decry the local paper, it's dollars to donuts that such a person is either mad at the editor or is owing the office for subscription or advertising. Okay, this we killed this, but now I'm concerned that we're way off on our donut timeline. Yeah, well, clearly we are. 
When, when are donuts coming out? When's the first donut, Joey? Well, Google faster. Uh. <laughs> uh, I'm seeing the earliest origin, origins of modern donuts are generally traced back to yeah Dutch settlers. So yeah, I was thinking there was some sort of pastry thing. There was an 1809 book, A History of New York, from the beginning of the world to the end of the Dutch dynasty. But the so they had the, they yeah. had the uh, recipe in that history book? Donuts, donuts were at least mentioned. Or is a mention? Oil yeah. cooks. Oil cakes. Is the Dutch term. It was a delicacy of sweetened cake fried in fat. Hanson Gregory claimed to have invented the ring-shaped donut in 1847. Born a, a lime trading ship when he was 16 years old. This sounds like a story that everybody's grandpa has told them at some point. You right. know, I invented the donut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's it's probably 18. It's, I mean, it's Dutch, so it's it's way before the it's it's the 1700s probably. But the first stuff in New York is the 1800s in New York City. New York City. Yep. Um, and when did we come up with donut holes? Uh, no, we don't have, to, don't have to answer that one. Words still have meaning. Okay, this is... Uh, so I mentioned World War II earlier. I was actually thinking of World War I. Uh, National Donut Day uh, is a celebrated on the first Friday of June each year. Uh an event created by the Salvation in 1938 to honor those of their members who served donuts to soldiers during World War One. Oh wow! Yep. Okay. So donuts have been around for a hot minute. Yep. But we're 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 crediting the Dutch for the American style donut. Dutch. Well, uh, they brought over bread that they fried, basically. Right, fried bread. Yeah. Okay. And then, if you want to believe, everybody loves loves frying bread, though, right? Haven't we just historically fr- we just fry everything once we can, right? Sure. If you want it to be good, yeah. yeah. If you want it to be good, well, I think we learned something. Yeah, no, it's a phrase that I hadn't heard before. You guys uh, nailed it uh, immediately, and I just was like, "What's dollars to donuts mean?" You're fans of donuts, maybe. Yeah, there's a I whole learned. section on Wikipedia about how like every there's a version of a fried dough in every country. Yeah. Yeah, as well there should be. And it goes through in detail. Alright. I feel like I learned a lot of things. Uh, Have you guys ever heard of a brown bobby? Mm. (laughs) Nope. It's a triangular donut. Hmm. Is it filled with stuff? No, just a triangular donut. Wow. I feel like that's something uh, I should be careful with. When made I'm on a, a machine that resembles a waffle iron by the Food Display Machine Corporation in Chicago. Bobby Brown showed up immediately. Yeah, there it is. Triangle donut. I know they've got the square donuts, too. Where does it end, Joey? I mean... I think there. Square. <laughs> oh, there, there are no more shapes. I mean, what? <laughs> what about a pentagon or a? No. 
Hexagon. That's ridiculous. That's right. That's... You know where it stops. Yeah. Um, I just want to sing some Bobby Brown songs now. I don't. You sure? Yeah. I'd like to listen to you sing them, though. <laughs> what's, a, what's a Bobby Brown song right now? <laughs> I'd wrap it I'm up, waiting. Joey, before he, t- yeah. he Googles a Bobby Brown song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to thank you for uh, uh, hanging out with us. Uh, couldn't do it without you. I appreciate uh, everyone's getting in touch with us. You can do more of that on the social medias. Uh, we're on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. We also you send a message on the Facebook Messenger. We'll get those too. Uh, the website is TheUndebeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can send us a message that way. You can email us. A shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. Uh we got t-shirts for sale on the website slash store. For a once all. <laughs> okay. For a once always coach. Bobby Brown. No. <laughs> Turn out the lights. The party's over. Girl, you know it's true. If it's up <laughs> to us, we're gonna take Control. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I like that yeah, song. yeah. I'm trying to remember how it goes though. Um, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. <laughs> they call it Ghostbusters in the end of control. Found out about Vigo, the master of evil. Yo, we busted for real. Right, that's all I can remember. <laughs> that was uh, Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also got to play the doorman. I remember very, very excited when when he opened the door for the Ghostbusters. I uh, yeah, I had that soundtrack on uh, cassette. If it's up to us, we're gonna take control. Ba da ba la la, ba la la la. <laughs> <laughs>